This is badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 194 of Icopod. I am Bob Collier Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, tonight's the night. It's Beware of Dog. The British Bulldog is going to defend the honor of his wife against that home-wrecking whore. WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Are we fucking pumped for this or what? Yeah, brother. Well, I don't want to be put in the doghouse early on here. But guys, as much as I am a fan, a mark even, for British Bulldog, I still do not buy him as a main event guy at this point. It is compounded by the fact that the storyline that they have been given in my opinion, is garbage and is based in no root of reality. So, you know, for one of, you know, that being one main reason, I'm not super excited for this show. Um, you know, could be a hidden gem. Who knows? I think I've seen Beware of Dog maybe once. Um, I don't know if I've, I've ever seen this. And I know I haven't seen it all the way through. So, like, everything on the card. I know I've seen bits and pieces. Maybe once. Um, so, I don't know. In that sense, I, I'm giving it a break because I'm hoping it's uh, at least something enjoyable that I've never seen before. Um, it's unique. So, it has that going into it, which is intriguing. And hopefully it will be intriguing for our listeners. Um And you know what? The way Savio and Steve Austin have been going, that is something that interests me. I think there is potential there. I think Steve Austin has really ramped up his delivery of persona in the last couple of weeks. And I think Savio is just as good as he was when he should have been the IC champion at this point. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think there's a lot of the positives and negatives going into this show. But when you start off with what should be the strongest, in my opinion, being some of the weakest stuff, I'm a little skeptical uh, of the viewing, let's say. Well, we all know what Dallas is uh, most excited for. Oh, yeah? What's that? The Undertaker and Goldust in a casket match. Well, I mean, can you go wrong with a gold casket? No. No, you can't. Well, and here's the thing. I should hate that, and really I do. But at the same time, you know some bullshit's going to happen. So it's not even that big a deal. Well, like, yeah, you especially. Know there is no been, clean finish. Well, yeah, they've already been teasing shit with mankind still. And, exactly. Like, so come on. You're going to tell me that match ain't going to be fun? Fuck you, Bob. Uh, I'm not saying it's not going to be fun. I'm just saying that that's a match that you're looking forward to. Um, Yeah, I mean. Looking at the card, 
which I'm either I don't know we don't usually do rundowns. You guys will just have to listen and find out what's on the card. But looking at the card, I don't know, man. That might be one of the more fun matches tonight. Uh, yeah, that's scary. That's yeah, scary. I don't know. There's I'm one other to... one, which is going to be our opening match once we get this on the road here, that I I think has potential. Uh, speaking of potential, kind of an odd side note, I just very recently found out. My girlfriend has been secretly listening to the first 30 minutes of every podcast that we've done. Oh, oh shit. So that's a little weird. Uh-oh. She goes, yeah, as soon as you guys start talking about wrestling, I don't fucking listen anymore. Oh, no. Oh, oh, wow. So shit. she's in for a treat here for, I'm sure, quite a few episodes. Well, maybe it'll finally get her to stop. Wait, yeah, when did yeah. when did she start doing that? Uh, probably in the last month or so. Mm, okay. So not oh. too awfully long. But uh, yeah, I was shit, pretty surprised man. by that because she has zero interest in this shit whatsoever. So. Well, uh, I've heard uh, some of my friends who also have zero interest have also listened and then will randomly text me about stuff that we've talked about. Uh, really. On the show. Yeah, we discussed it um, either at game nights or fires or whatever. Oh, that's awkward. And um, which is hilarious because that's who has done that. Uh, my buddy Dan, you've met him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you both know him. Yeah. Um, He's listening then, to this podcast. He sure has. Uh, I don't know how long he listened to it, but uh, and then I know um, someone else is trying to get their dad to listen. Because their dad is a friend of me and Austin's. Dude, I'm telling it's the Laps fans that are like not fans anymore that you stumble along this content. And it's like, holy shit, people are covering that. Uh, yup. So, hey, there is a Icopod is spreading like a STI, baby. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, God damn That's it. Horrible. Um, but yeah, man, beware of dog. Woof, woof. What do you got else, Bob? Because I want to watch this bullshit. Uh, I don't have anything else. So Okay, three, two. No, this. One. Hang on a minute. You oh, okay. oh, God damn. So there's a lot to go that's going on with this show. Uh, and I guess I can just say it now. You might as well. To give full disclosure. Um, there we, is. Wait, or should we be acting surprised? I, dude, that's what I thought we were doing. Ah, shit. Okay, Bob, so uh, I don't know about Austin. What's the time of no, recording? My, right here? No, yeah. my information, I'm saying, we're in, I'm giving the dates. May 26, 1996, and it's in Florence, South Carolina. You weren't there. You were? I was. How old are you, 12? It, the attendance is 6,000. Uh, no, I'm not 12 in 1996. He was, he's still 26 I, years old I back in 96. I just turned seven. <laughs> Holy shit. And you went all the way there to watch the show? Yeah, dude, I totally did. He walked like Mick Foley. Yep. Hitchhiked. <laughs> I, would, I, I would never travel to see a wrestling show. Yeah, okay. No. I would never travel to a wrestling show only to have a fucking wooden pillar uh, directly in my eyesight. <laughs> Well, you know, not every four, ticket I not every ticket I buy can be good, Bob. For four and a half fucking hours. I think right I made directly up for in the middle then. of the fucking ring. I've made up for it since then. Okay. How so? Hey, How uh, so? 
Well, I'm going to bring it up right now because I don't think we've recorded since. Thanks for the fucking invites to Battleground 2014, asshole. Oh, okay. What'd you miss, Bob? What'd you miss? RVD and Alberto Del Rio Extreme Rules. Yeah, suck on my nuts. That sucked. Um, I don't know when this episode airs. I don't care. Uh, But what I am going to say that is if you are not only a fan of Icopod, but you're a fan of other shows like All Elite Wrestling on the September 29th episode of Dynamite, me and Bob were in attendance. Mm. And we did, in fact, get a TNA Cross Line podcast and an Icopod sign on air multiple times. And if you missed it, Go watch the show because you can see it a shit ton. Yeah, but how can they watch the show again? Uh, you you know, if it's on your DVR, I believe that TNT has an app that you can go and just watch oh. the show for free. Oh. Uh, I think there's definitely – and, you know, everyone has their resources nowadays, guys. Or go watch some clips on YouTube. You can see it yeah. very blatantly in John Moxley, Darby Allen, and uh, Eddie <laughs> Kingston's entrance. You can see the TNA Cross the Line podcast sign and Adam Cole's entrance almost the entire time. In fact, when they zoom in on Jungle Boy, you can see my face just sitting right there on the screen. I, I, uh, and I assaulted John Moxley. He did. He did. Um, as I well, hope so. um, and now to follow up on that, that's not the only show we were in attendance for because on uh, Friday, October 1st, Rampage aired. That was taped the same day as that Dynamite. You can probably see us on there too. I haven't watched it, so I don't know for sure. But I guarantee you, you can see our signs on that show as well. <laughs> and if you're really into it, uh, on Monday, October 4th, there was a wonderful edition of AEW Dark Elevation. We were there in attendance for that, too. And oh, I guarantee you, our signs made it on air. And I'll tell you what, I want to piggyback on that. Because if there's no other reason to bring a sign, bring a sign to support your favorite podcast bros who like need the support. I think, you know, you can bring a sign that says, fuck you, John Moxley. And yeah, that's great. But you'll probably be amongst 12 or 13 other people that have pretty much that exact same sign. You want to stand out? You want to support a cause? Throw up the Icopod, baby. Let the world fucking know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, if you want to help us out, fucking do a fucking review on the goddamn iTunes, oh, Apple, yeah. do whatever. That. Do now, that. and here's and here's my thing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer an incentive, and I just thought what? Of this. Oh, yeah, I just thought. Of Wait, it. the last time we offered an incentive, it didn't go well. Well, I don't remember what the incentive was, but this one I will definitely uh, deliver on. If you were to re- if you were to leave a uh, review on the good old iTunes, which takes I don't know. 40 seconds if you're just like good show or that's fun and then you hit enter uh it's pretty fucking quick so this is what i'll do if you do that i will personally send you a recreation of sunny in a bubble bath with myself oh uh and you'll have that forever. Wait, wait. So where do I have to go to do that? Yeah, just go to iTunes. Right, go I to our it. page on. Okay. We got time now. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And just write good show. Yeah, just be like, hey, that was fun. Or How many I, stars should I give you, Bob? Five. Oh, okay. Five. Give stars. us all the stars. I got you. Okay. Okay. Do that, and then 
I will get some lipstick. I'll get some good old bubbles. And I will do a recreation of Sunny being in the bathtub on an episode of Raw. Where she was like, viewer discretion is advised. Okay. Okay. We're getting raw. If I'm feeling lucky, it'll be a video. Oh, but wow. We're doing we'll like see. OnlyFans shit now. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right. So when this comes out in about four weeks after this fucking recording. Bob will forget. I will probably forget. But mm-hmm. if you were to message us or tag us on Twitter and be like, yo, Bob, pay up. I probably, I, I probably still won't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Because, so then you'll have to go into great detail of exactly what I've said. And don't be like Jordan, who will fucking screen grab this shit and then post it on the goddamn Twitter when I was like, Greg, <laughs> great Sasuke sucks. And he was like, why'd you say that? And I was like, what are you talking about? I never said that. And he fucking sent the fucking audio clip real quick. Um, Speaking of Jordan, yes, I did buy that FMW jacket. And if you missed out, man, I am really sorry because let me tell you something right now. Well, he was asking, are you are you an FMW fan? And he asked what you? Yeah, because he messaged me, and he was well, like, "Bob, you're not awesome." Like, and I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, I know. I'm not a. I, I never I, really I watched it. Wait, you don't know that I like FMW? I, I don't remember what? ever hearing you say dude. that. Dude. Are you Fucking watching Hayabusa, dude? Are you watching FMWE, though? You know what? There's I did no... watch their January or their uh, Independence Day show. I've heard nothing but not great things, to be honest with you. So we can we can discuss another time. I said saying. it before and I'll say it again. And I'll only say it one more time. Death matches are one of those things that were done very well, but should have stayed in the decade of the 1990s. Mm, yeah, probably. That goes for the originators, which is FMW, as well as mainstream uh, English fucking promotions. I've literally never understood Deathmatch Wrestling. Because you haven't seen a good one. That's why. I don't know. I watched yeah, the... Yeah, but, like, I, I don't watched, know, like, how is their story... Hey, man, put skewers in my forehead. You... I'm, no, 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 no. That's shot. fucking like, ultraviolet shit. I, that's what I'm talking about. Violence. I don't watch that. I don't watch that. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not into it. I've left shows that get to that point physically, like, I've walked out of a show. Um, I'm... Okay, here's the thing. If you want a good death match, barbed wire ropes... Fucking electrified deathmatch. TNA you, lockdown 2017 3D to, against LAX. You go to electrified cage. The FMW fucking Onita Terry Funk. It's a 15 minute match. That right there is number one why deathmatch wrestling got over. And number two, one of the best of all time. If you want a good one, you go and watch that one. Hmm. Well. And I'll have you know, it's actually the match that AEW patterned their John Moxley match. Right. Well, I think I'd rather watch a Jerry Flynn Disco Inferno Saturday night uh, main event. That's like maybe (sighs) four and a half minutes long. Okay. Well, that's on you then. That's that's my taste in wrestling. Some good old fashioned fucking Chase Tatum. Taking on uh, 
Brad Armstrong circa No Limit Soldiers hmm. on WCW Worldwide in summer of 1999. Okay. So Beware of Dog is tonight. Oh, right. Thanks, Dallas. Uh, yeah, it is tonight. So I guess we can just get into it because guess what, guys? For the next few weeks, there's no Observer Notes because, well, we'll get into it when we got to get it into it. <sighs> Dallas didn't pay the subscription is basically what I'm saying. So what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to count down from five. Now, it's it's in your house. Be aware of Dog. Season two, episode three. The runtime is one hour, 50 minutes, and 57 seconds. 58. 58 seconds. So I'm going to count down from five. And when I say play, follow along on the good old Peacock. If you don't have Peacock, or you like Screech, who still has commercials on his. I don't know why. He's what? Yeah, he, he refuses to pay $10. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm only paying $4.99. Man, I like commercials. Screech, you have a job. Pay an extra $5, please. No, you didn't know. Screech got fired. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm texting him. Yeah, I know you did. Uh... That's a lie. I don't know if he got fired or not. Oh, okay. We'll call him on air and find out. <clears throat> yeah, why not? And don't worry. Eventually, he will be on for a bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, at some point, we haven't. That you know what? That might turn into our running gag of like, yeah, Screech will yeah, be Screech, on. Screech will be on. We made him. We're buy doing a, it. We made him buy a fucking microphone, uh, a new computer, everything, and uh, you know what? Yeah, we kind of we gotta we'll have get, at least him on one. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to you when we get to you. But all right, here we go. I'm gonna count down from five when I say play. Just fucking follow along. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Oh my god, you totally screwed me up, and now I'm definitely behind like five seconds. Why did you already did you hit play? Well, I hit play now. I'm. How the fuck did I just jump? Where are you at? Twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Holy wow, shit. me and Dallas are synced up pretty much perfectly. Oh, so. then okay. Bob's off. 19, I'm off because I, I jumped way ahead. 22. Tonight. Let me know when you get to 29. Let me know when you get to 29. Okay, okay, okay. Shawn Michaels ruined my life. And 29. 29. <laughs> that was so weird. I fucking pressed play and it's like, Shawn Michaels. I'm like, what the fuck? It jumped ahead on me. Confrontation. Please. Sean, I know that you flatter. want me. Oh, I know that a you slap her around the world. Listen, Diana. Everybody knows that the heartbreak kid could have any slit he wanted. Oh, uh, Sean! Sean yelling, "This is character assassination!" is kind of hilarious to me. After you know, he was hitting on a Marine's girlfriend, and I got his ass beat. But look at this cool dog. Woof. Look at this fucking crowd. Wow. This is pretty, there's only 6,000 people there, though. That's pretty good, man. I mean, yeah, but see, 6,000 people in an arena that doesn't hold much more than that's pretty fucking good. I'm assuming it doesn't hold much more than that because the seat, I mean, they're packed in there. I would have went to an in-your-house. Number one, less people. Number two, tickets probably weren't as expensive. And number three, even if it is a throwaway, it's a fucking pay-per-view. Well, I don't know if tickets would be cheaper. I mean, it's still like a three-hour show. They just have a bunch of dark matches, too. That's well, true. Look at the picture than SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Diana! In your house, in your house. Oh, here comes Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Who's, is he got Mark Merrow tonight? He sure does. Ooh, all right, Mark Merrow. Don't let us fucking down like you have every match since you debuted. 
Can you guys hear my TV or no? No. Um, I, okay. If he, Austin, I'd have to mute my screen uh, stuff. But who's this broad? Uh, she's not attractive. That's your I, answer. I can have my volume on 12 and you guys can't hear it. That's amazing. No more mute for me, baby. Let's go. That's not his theme music. Yeah, it's the good guys, though, that still be here. Lex Luger, folks. Lex Luger. Do, 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 Oh, yeah, it's uh, over on WrestlingRecaps.com, rebooking TNA. It, it corresponds with the TNA Crossline podcast. Well, no! here's, the here's the thing. I am doing that, and for some reason, it's garnering a lot of attention. Well, because TNA has a great fan base. But that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, Bob Backlund put Mark Merrow in a chicken wing. I'm oh, super fuck off speaking. with that shit. And then Helmsley hit the pedigree. Brother. Um, is your new project the... Um, uh, Stripping? Hmm. Like Hunter or something he's doing right oh, now. Oh, my new project is actually uploading uh, master masturbation videos to XV videos. What in the world? Yeah. <laughs> All I mean, righty. Hey, Katie, yeah. are you still listening? Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, if you want to do that, that's that's you. I just don't like the way well, you worded that. Wrong, Katie. They wouldn't. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, buddy. Hey, hey. Uh, no. So, well, I mean, I could do. I just wouldn't show my face. Uh, Welcome to the jungle. I don't know how I feel about Mark Merrill. I don't think he's really Johnny. Be bad. It big time. Johnny, be bad. Good. Mark Merrill, wild man. Not bad. Bad with two D's. No, my new project is I'm starting off with Nitro, but I'm gonna rank. Uh, the nitros from every year, from best to worst. Oh my god! And what then the I want to do like the ultimate list of all of them, and be like, yeah. "This is the best one to the worst episode I've ever." How watched. how could you even do that? Well, so here's the thing: I'm starting with 95, obviously, because there's only 17 episodes. Okay, so that's as, easy. <laughs> at, for that one, as a tester, right? And then when I get into 96, that's gonna be a bitch because there's like 50. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I want to document it and see. Fuck like, that, what, man. And I want to do it for Raw as well, but. Oh, wow. But right now, like, I got to break it up by month. So there's like four or five shows a month. Yeah. What's the best show of the month compared to, to like the previous month? And babe, was that better than this one? Blah, blah, blah. And do it that way. Like, okay, I could see. And I guess if you ended up like, okay, you have Nitro, what, 95 to 2001. And then you go, okay, these Ooh. are like the top. 10 would say from each one that can help start to break it down like even more right of like right. it's a that's gonna that's a time commitment but mark miro just dived on the oh house. i don't have any kind of time yeah. frame when i'm gonna complete it i mean maybe as long as you start scheduling shit in your uh drafts and so even if you like died tomorrow you still have content coming out then i think you're good uh mark miro listen guys I don't know if you've been watching or not, but so far has been on fire. Like he's doing some cool shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to jinx this uh, too early. Now he just got eye poked. Well, yeah, the momentum has been killed immediately. Oh, well, we'll see. 
Helmsley up. And then he's going to spin down. Ready? Boom. Nice left hand. One, two. Sable is looking more and more like a dominatrix every week. Yeah. I can't say that I hate that. No. Who is screaming? It's the gimmick. It's the gimmick. It's Mark Merrill, wild man Mark Merrill, that just has no character direction whatsoever. I still think it's because he doesn't know how to play the character. Because what is it? Like, what are you supposed to be? He's from the jungle, dude. He's wild, man. So you're supposed to be like Tarzan, basically. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. I don't know. I think it's fucking lame. Yeah, I mean, it ain't great. Ah, my shoulder. Come on, Helmsley, just finish it. Oh, and into the corner again. Into the ring post, actually. Would you say Mark Merrow garners his most success in the WWF? Or would you say it's WCW? Uh, I would say as a boxer. <laughs> well, gee, Bob, that wasn't a fucking option. <laughs> he had a pretty successful amateur boxing career. Uh, no, I would say that he probably WCW. Yeah. I mean, he was there from 91 through 95. Right. And really, the bulk of his success is from 94 to 95. He was TV champion a bunch of times. Because yeah. like when I think Johnny B. Bad, I think, or if, if I think Mark Merrill, I think of WSW. I don't think Wild Man. I, I think, think yeah. Johnny B. Bad. Yeah. I think of that time he wrestled in uh, TNA, and it was, like, really awkward. It sounds like whenever anybody wrestles in TNA for, like, two shows. How about yeah. when Randy Savage went to TNA for, like, a show and then never went back? <laughs> He, he ran a, out, he did a punch, and everyone was like, ah, and then that he, was it. Yeah. He did it. He was there for uh, two shows. Thank you very much. Was it two shows? Yeah, Victory Road. I knew the Victory he, Road. One. He came running out, and he was like, oh, you jump chair, whatever. And then Turning Point, he got mugged, but then he oh, came wait, back. Oh, wait, is that the one, is that the one he where he's supposed to be the tag team in. partner? Yep. Oh, okay. That, I'm yep. getting him combined then, but yeah, I know you're yeah, right. He got beat up backstage, but then he returned and was able to win with a roll-up. And yeah, fuck that bullshit. He was supposed to be the NWA world champion for a month, but then he was like, uh, I'm kind of over it. And then he left. I'm good, brother. Yeah. <laughs> He'd rather get shit dumped on him in WCW than work there. Oh, probably. Um, Sable's tits are basically hanging out. Yeah. And they're faker than a $3 bill, folks. You know, that's okay. Well, you know what? If you want to see Sable's tits, you can go to Playboy. Fabulous Moolah was just in the front row. Wait, for real? Behind, behind Jerry Lawler. What? That was definitely the Fabulous Moolah. Uh, I, was I can't tell if Bob's being sarcastic or not here, but... Uh, Look oh, at no, that. No, that's and May Young. And May Young. Yeah. She's like, wait, am I supposed to wave? Wait, am I getting a, a, some of Sable's money from this booking? Or Oh, wow. 
Um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley's been in firm control here for several minutes at this point. Yeah, he's dominating this. Rapid Marrow's arm around the ring post oh, at ringside. Hello. Oh, here tonight. I was a bit distracted. Another one. Fire in that arm. And uh, you know, Sarah suggested that we do an AEW podcast. I Why say, don't you tell Sarah to mind her own business? Okay. And by me, we, I mean, she wanted to do it with me. Bullshit. What? Shit. What? Kind of, yeah, she was like, why don't we do one? She's Bullshit. like, it's only one. It's, she's like, it's only one. I was like, how far behind are we? And I'm like, well, it started, it started two years ago. She's that's not that bad. And she's like, how many shows are there? I'm like, well, there's Dynamite. And she's like, yeah. Now there's Rampage. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, there's Dark. <laughs> there's Dark Elevation. <laughs> and she's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, four? <laughs> well, to be fair, there is only like four pay-per-views a year. So not too bad when you look at it like that. Well, yeah. yeah. I think you should call her bluff on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she would actually do it. Right. Well, you have to make her try. You have to force your will. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, she won't even say hi to us when you're recording with us on camera, so. It's true. It's like I she... like Sarah and think she's very nice. She is very nice. So you guys, You guys don't even know her. She's the exact opposite of Bob. Bob she's, talks a lot. Well, here's she, the thing, dude. A fucking bitch. Here's the thing. I don't think she is the exact opposite of Bob. I yeah, have a feeling her and Bob are pretty fucking similar. In what yeah. way? I think sarcastic um, assholes. Wow. She's not nearly as much as Bob is, though. I don't think anyone could. Dude, be. I, I, I can. I, I can read a motherfucker like a chapter book, like it's goosebumps in middle school. Okay. When yeah, I but... saw her in the backyard, very nice girl, but I said, you know what? This girl probably gives Bob just as much shit as he gives her. And I like that and respect it. Yeah, I mean, she does make comments to me when I like, okay, this is, we're just dealing with an arm bar right now for the last 35 minutes. Yeah, this is bullshit here. Uh, so like we got pizza right the other day from Wegmans, right? Okay. And it's gotten to a point where I'll get my plate and I'll go into the living room. And like she'll like she'll be like, you know getting a drink out of the fridge, so she hasn't seen it. And she'll be like, "So how many slices did you take this time?" <laughs> and I'll be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And she'll just be like, "How many slices?" <laughs> and I'll be like, two. And she's like, "Why two? And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> What are you talking about? And she's, and she's like, you know you're just going to get more. Why don't you just take like yeah. four or five? Like, that's what you, and I'm like, I want to pace myself. I don't want to just have five slices on my fucking plate. <laughs> Look like an animal. Hey, speaking of pizza, you guys want to see what Jordan sent me on Twitter today? Yeah, let's see. Uh, it, is it the... Yeah, he sent me that too. I saw that. What the fuck is that? The Icopod scale. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be posted immediately. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's good. The Get fuck- him on the Facebook graphics team, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the collection of pizzas at the end got me. Holy shit, that's wicked funny. Oh, damn, yeah, that needs to be shared with the masses, for sure. Something is wrong with the television shut. 
Um, we're now we're in a what is this a, a wrist lock around the back of the knee there that Helmsley's got on? Oh well, yeah, no, he got rid of it, but he did have that. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, he said there's something wrong with the camera. He well, Vince made a comment like something about being something wrong with the television. I don't know if he was like there's not or I kind of missed part of it because he's like mumbling and King screaming and fabulous Moolah's here taking everyone's money and it's just kind of hard to follow. Well, and I'll tell you this: this has been really for the majority a, a glorified squash match. I mean, Merrill's barely done shit. He started out pretty strong in the beginning, but. It's been a rapid decline ever since. Well, I think it's been a really slow pace. Like, you started off with some good moves from Mero, and then Helmsley got involved, and he's like, let me just bring this to a screeching halt. Well, and it's been at a screeching halt for minutes at this point. Yeah. No, it is. So, I don't really know what they're going for. All I can think is that Mero's going to get an upset win here. Yeah, that's probably a good point. But if Mirror wins, Sable wins, then we all win. Hunter Hearst Helmsley sure as fuck doesn't. Tell you that. Well, he's not going to win for a while, I don't think. Yeah, that dude needs the wins. That's the problem. I kind of gave up on caring about Hunter Hearst Helmsley a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but I just he can't put any momentum together. Well, it's crazy that we've given up on him, and it's been... A month and a half. I don't know if I've given up oh, on him. Hold on. It's like, I don't expect much. Hold on what? Like, I didn't. Fo- I haven't fully given up on Miro. It's Helmsley I'm done with. Really? Yeah, I, I, I haven't fully given up on Helmsley either. I just, I don't know. I'm not impressed. See, I'm wondering oh. if the match quality and stuff has been lackluster because the agents are like, it's still 1987. Yes and no. I would say. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know if that's exclusively the answer. Because I feel like if this match was in WCW, they'd be like, guys, go tear the house down for 15 minutes. But in the WWF, it's like, do some wrestles, take it easy. (laughs) It's in your house in a secondary market. It don't matter. We already got their money, pal. Well, yeah, I would uh, I would blame it more so maybe on the booking than anything else. But I'm sure agents play a part in it as well. Because who's agenting at this time? Fucking Jay Strongbow. <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there you go. Pat Patterson. Is there a way to look that up? Like all the people who are agenting? I'm sure you could find it. Well, I feel like Pat is only doing the big time matches. Like, I don't think Pat is the agent for this match right here. No. No. Slaughter he, was doing it at this time, wasn't Slaughter, he? Slaughter, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Helms has got crotch on the top rope, and now he's conveniently getting set up for a move here, probably. Well, what's Miro doing? Hurricane Rana, let's see. Yeah. That was a good one. I found like a random forum post that people have listed them from 89 to 93. It's too bad this wasn't EWR because I'd tell you who the agents are right fucking now. (laughs) (laughs) I love EWR. Yeah, I need to buy a shit computer and just upload that and just have that on the one computer. 
I've seriously con- like contemplated that numerous times, just to get a fucking PC and be like, EWR, here we come. I would pay twenty dollars right now if they exact version of EWR was uploaded on the fucking Mac store or whatever. Yeah. Twenty bucks right now for a game that was made in like '03. Yeah, I totally would. I remember having one time. Uh, I did like a XWF one. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, within like two weeks of playing the game, like Booker T's contract was coming up <laughs> with WWE. And I started in like 2002 or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. So I looked at his like contract and it was like three quarters of a million dollars. So I was like, okay. So I I offered him like 1.5. And he, and he took it. <laughs> and oh, dropkick to the floor by Merrill. Uh oh, what is uh, he? Here we go. Here we go. Running summer. Oh, Helmsley moves. Oh, he blew oh, his he knee out. Oh, he, yeah, great. Towards ACL. Uh, long story short, for about three months, I had uh, a Booker T. Curtin Henning world title feud for XWF, and I ran out of money. You <laughs> were booking Booker T. at a million five. <laughs> By about May. So, uh, Jesus Christ. That's just a note there that, you know, don't spend fucking, a ha- you know, a million and a half on Booker T. Because <laughs> oh, you, will, you will not get a uh, return on investment. Well, I just like the WWE was paying him 350 and you said, you know what? He's worth at least four times that amount. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, only Bob. I had I had to lure him away. Okay. Uh, uh, that Sable. would lure me away. Sable's looking away when Hunter Holmes is going for the pedigree, and he decided he didn't want to do it because Sable wasn't watching. He's embarrassed. He can only hit the pedigree oh, while Sable's God. watching with her boobs out. So look, why is she so He's getting out of the ring? Distraught because he tore his ACL. Hey, bitch! Foot. Only one of us can have long oh, blonde hair. She's trying you to whip it. Whips and chains excite me. They better be careful, or her boobs are going to come out on pay-per-view tonight. Then don't be careful. Right now. Come on. See, he, the, the accent is gone. He's going to show him what you do to him. The big bazooka. <laughs> All right, Humbly, we get it. Now he's slapping Miro. She's like, you ready? So look, he's gonna go for it again. He he didn't deliver any other moves. So of course, here we go. Catapult him. Great. His big nose just hit the ring pose. Here's now the Sable's problem. One, Here's the two. problem. What? It got him on a catapult into the there ring pose. There you freaking go, dude. Wow. First off, I can't believe how long that match just went. Um, can we also just discuss how much? Hunter Hearst Humsley wants to be Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like, Guys, right down to the selling, like, how he just sold that and acted, dude, that was 100% Shawn Michaels. I don't know if I get a wannabe Shawn Michaels vibe. Dude, from. the star power, the way he sells, his, like, heel tactics. Shawn is grooming this motherfucker. Uh, the guys, that match went 16 minutes and 23 seconds, which, oh if you ask, which, if you ask me, is 10 minutes and 23 seconds too long. Holy shit. That's oh, fuck, right. yeah, here we go. 
What the hell happened to Clarence Mason? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Perfect in the fold here. Kind of toward the center. I love the outfit that Owen's wearing. There should be an action figure. So Tony Khan, make that an action figure. I think it looks like it was Michigan. Well, you can't because it's probably licensed WWF shit. If it's a Michigan shirt? Oh, it is a Michigan jacket. Yeah, he's good. I thought it was like an old school WWF one. No. Owen's fucking cool, man. Well, duh, of course he's he is. like, yeah, this is my ticket right here. He's going to be with Bulldog. He's going to be the official manager tonight only. Mm. Look at him. He's showing him, like, hey, I'm going to cut up the cocaine in lines for you later, okay? Yeah, he, like, he put the ticket in Bulldog's face and kept doing it, and you could tell Bulldog almost laughed. He just smiled. Look, he is. Look at he him. He is laughing. Yeah. Yeah, he broke. See this, Bulldog? See this? I'm going to be ringside. He's, like, putting it on his face. Oh, they're talking about the storm on the outside of the building. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, so we're getting Bulldog and Michaels right now. So I I don't know if they've addressed it on air. Who's running out? That's Owen. Oh, I thought it was Marty Jannetty. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? No, no. All right, so here's so here's the deal. This is the main event of huh? the first half here. Oh. At least I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, I think it is, Bob. Wait, but, yeah, because why is this going on right now? Well, because there's been a storm a-brewing, as he just said, uh, in the area, which uh, caused there to be a power outage. So people that ordered the pay-per-view missed out on a bunch of matches that were supposed to be happening. And it went back on air for this match. Well, I guess they didn't miss anything uh, big then. (laughs) Well, what if you're watching, it cuts out, and then you don't know that this comes on? Some people either sat there or didn't turn it off, or maybe they flipped back to see if it was going to come back. Or yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the only way I could think that it happened. So you're telling me right now, you got one match that night, and it was the opening match on pay per view. Well, two if you go back to okay. So Doc Hendricks is saying, well, anything can happen here. Okay, so here's so here is what is I'll read this. Uh, for what's going on. And this is from Scott and Justin's In Your House review. So it goes, Just as Savio Vega was coming down the aisle for his match with Steve Austin, the terrible thunderstorm raging in the southeast finally took the power from the arena. The power came back about an hour later. The following four matches actually took place in the dark arena as a bonus to the fans. Those four matches were Vega versus Austin, Yokozuna versus Vader, Undertaker versus Goldust, and Jake Roberts against Justin Bradshaw. The first three matches were scheduled for the pay-per-view itself, while Roberts and Bradshaw match was thrown in to stall for time. They announced that the rest of the card would be two nights later in Charleston, free for those that were in Florence and those that bought the pay-per-view that night. 
Also, it was mentioned that the two matches that took place, Helmsley versus Miro and Michaels Smith, would be re-aired before the other three matches of Beware of Dog 2. Wow. So if you held out for an hour, this shit kicked back on in the main event. Correct. Wow. <laughs> yep, here's Vince saying, back with the power. And here comes Shawn Michaels. So as a result, ladies and gentlemen, our next episode will be the Raw after this, obviously, on the 27th. And then after that Raw, we're going back to Beware of Dog 2. Hmm. A unique situation. Yeah, very interesting. Not something I'd expect to have to watch. But this is fun. Shawn Michaels, Bulldog. Guys, we are, I don't know how long into, we're 26 minutes and 54 seconds into the In Your House show here. And we're getting the best match on the show, probably. Bullshit. Well, now here's the thing. So this is, I believe I've heard this, is that. Sean and Bulldog did not know that the pay-per-view feed was back on. Hmm. So it's so going to be. That doesn't bode well for us watchers at home. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do here because they don't realize or they weren't told before going out, hey, the pay-per-view feed is back on. Hmm. That's pretty Here's interesting. Diana. 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 So I'll be, uh, Jose Lothario is still around. For some reason. Yeah, he's still alive. I'm assuming that's what you meant. No. Oh, you didn't mean that? Oh, hey, he's still alive. No, he's like with Sean still for some reason. I love how Shawn Michaels just completely ignores whatever Lothario has to say to him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What's this Clarence Mason? Fuck this fucking guy. Sean Michaels. You have attempted. You, Sean Michaels, have attempted to break up the very, very happy home of the British Bulldog. And Diana. And, and his precious little buddy Tulip. Diana Smith. Diana. You have single-handedly tried to destroy the very essence of family values. So when Mrs. Smith came to me and they retained my services, I assured them that your actions would cease and Why does she have always a constant look of, like, what is going on? What is going on, dude? The millions across America. You don't even care. Blowing bubbles and shit. You don't care. Oh, they're serving him a summons right now in the ring. Attempted alienation of affection. Huh? What does that mean? Let's take a look. I don't know. It's Diana. Sean doesn't give a fuck about anything that's going on, doesn't care about the storyline, and you know what, dude? Me fucking either. Uh, it's a common law tort abolished in many jurisdictions 
Where it still exists, an action is brought by a spouse against a third party alleged to be responsible for damaging the marriage, most often resulting in divorce. Oh. Interesting. I never heard of that before. But that's suggesting that that Diana would have fucking that wanted she wanted to fuck Shawn Michaels. And it's his fault that she wanted to do that. Most women these times in 96 probably felt the same way. That they wanted to bang Shawn Michaels? Yeah. And were willing to ruin their marriages for it? Correct. I mean, ask Sonny. I may have been seven, but I probably would have blown him. You would have banged Shawn Michaels? No, I would have blown him. Uh, Oh. Yeah, make it more personable. No, I would have been one of the rats that, like, would wait around in my town for Bret Hart when he came to town. I'm convinced my mom fucked uh, Bret Hart. There's a chance, man. I'm convinced of it. I think you never know, honestly. Bret had hoes in different area codes, buddy. Listen, don't and call one of them was with, was with Bob's mom. <laughs> don't, call my, don't call my mom a hoe. Okay. Only I, I can call my mom. Apparently she is a hoe with Bret Hart. <laughs> I'm sure they had passionate love. It was very meaningful, yes. Yeah, she was probably put me in the sharpshooter. Bob's mom, Diana, and Brett the Shipman tore well, it up. Well, here's the thing. In bed, he calls it the sharp pooter. Because mm. it, sh- it feels sharp when it's going up the pooter. If I if I had to rank it, I think my mom, in order of who she would have uh, banged, and I'll, I'll, I'll have to call her one of these days. I don't, I don't really like this her. segment of the show. I think that she would go Brett. Sean and then Diesel. Mm. <laughs> oh, big Daddy fucking D, baby. I think you should just straight up ask her, be like, Mom, did you bang Bret Hart? No, I think I need to call her one of these days and be like, Hey, Mom. And she's like, Hey, hey, Bobby, you never called me, but what's going on? I'm like, Hey, so Sean Michaels, Bret Hart, and Diesel. And she's like, Yeah, what about him? I'm like, Rank them. I need in order. Mary, fuck, kill. Who, who would you fuck? Like, one, two, three. Like, your order preference. Mary and knowing my mom, she'd probably be like, honestly, Bobby, um, none of them. And I was like, what do you mean? And she'd probably be like, Ahmed Johnson. And I'd be like, oh, oh, one, two, three, all Ahmed. Holy shit. She wants to be destroyed. She'd be like, Ahmed Johnson, um, she took two, cold, two, two Cold Scorpio would be up there. Um, and then she'd probably be like, Mark Henry. And I'd be like, holy shit. Oh, my God. There's something in common with all those men. And it's that they all know how to dance. That's right. Um, pretty slow start off here there, folks. Well, we don't know if they're on pay-per-view, so we're just doing a headline for a while here, boys. Yeah. So let's uh, let's just see what happens here in this match. And we'll I mean, that's got to suck. That That's the reasoning. Like, oh, hey, if we're not on pay-per-view, why the fuck am I going to do this? I'll just put him in a headlock for 20 minutes. A standing headlock. Right. He hasn't even taken him over. Just take him over. They're tired. I thought Shawn Michaels was the type of guy that was like, I'm going to have the best match every night. No, that was Randy Savage. Kevin Nash has specifically credited Savage with being like, yo... Don't mail this shit in just because it's a house show. Fucking actually do shit. Big insecurity by Shawn Michaels. Flipping Bulldog over. Diana's concerned. Realistically, if you didn't do shit, why would people come back when you returned to town? Exactly. 
But then again, I'm questioning, did Kevin Nash even do shit on TV? No. No. So, I don't know how helpful that advice was. Diana! Holy fuck, my arm! You can definitely tell that these two don't want to do shit. Nah. I don't blame him, dude. I wouldn't want to do nothing. You got to be pissed if you're a bulldog, though, because, like, you're getting a main event of pay-per-view, and, like, it's fucking off the air. Well, they think it's off the air, but it actually is on air. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Come on, Davey boy. Come on. Let's do it. What? Diana still looks pretty good today. Has she remarried at all or no? No. Okay, we're in an arm bar. Wow, this is fucking awesome. I'm more entertained by the uh, wrestling fan in the black shirt eating pretzels or something. I don't know. I like the guy in the front row in the fucking flannel button up. Yeah, I'm talking about the guy right next to him. They're just sitting there. Menacingly. (laughs) Beware of dog. Oh, God. Beware of boredom in this episode of fucking Icopod. They've literally done nothing. Dallas, did you get your picture with Enzo Amore? I did. You fucking better of. It's not posted yet. I I will post it actually probably after we're done recording. It's did he two, wrestle? It's on a two CW page. Yeah, I know. I, ha- I have it saved. Oh, okay. Um, he did not wrestle actually. He came out and did told a story about uh, Brody Lee before the show. Oh, that's bullshit. Why didn't he wrestle? Well, he's not a good wrestler. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to see that. You want to see him come out and cut a fucking feel good story? I no. don't. I didn't want to see him at all. No, but the fans were booing him, and then he pretty much had to tell everyone, shut the fuck up so I can tell you a Brody Lee story. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Well. And if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, uh, me and Bob recently attended a few wrestling shows, and you can actually watch this specific show at 2CWLive.com for free. Brother. Brother. Um, actually, since this match is boring as fuck, would you guys like to hear a story? The about, British Bulldog. About something I'm all that about happened? Story. Well, Bob, you were there for most of it, so... So Austin was not, but uh, the day before that show that I just mentioned at 2CWLive.com, there was another 2CW show. They had a reunion show uh, recently, and it was in Binghamton, New York, which I would highly recommend you don't ever go to because (laughs) we were there, and uh, we would go outside. Me and Bob get there. We get to the arena. Bob's girlfriend, my girlfriend are so excited to go to their second wrestling show that week. Uh, for potentially another four hours that wait no that, they were probably pissed no yeah 100 uh, he's being yeah so yeah no oh. they definitely were not happy to be there um so we're waiting we get inside uh, in the line and there's like a pile of shit on the stairs uh this is at uh you know it's a small building it's a fucking american legion american legion uh there's just a pile of shit on the stairs there's a decent amount of people waiting outside already as they do fucking headbutts in this match we're watching. Super fun. So, just pile of stuff there. 
we are waiting in line. We are pretty close to that pile of stuff. I'm talking like two people away from it. All of a sudden, a drunk man, but I'm going to say he's homeless. I'm almost positive he was. Absolutely. Uh, comes over and he starts uh, talking and he's just, and I'm, you know, you don't make eye contact with the people who are like being weirdos. Yeah. Uh, so you just don't, you know, don't. So I think the first thing you started talking about was how you can now, you can nowadays eat your weed. You don't have to hide it in spaghetti sauce. You can just eat it. And he pulls he was out. saying this to you? No, to everyone in line, not just to me. Oh. Um, and he, he then goes, I did I was, I'm telling you, I was not making eye contact, but this dude then pulls out a bag of weed and I'm pretty sure he was just eating it. <laughs> uh, like he was literally was eating it. Um, then he, he, um. Then goes on to I think after that he was talking about how he he's a wrestler and then he rips his shirt like Hulk Hogan no. in the parking lot yeah dude and rips it completely off and starts like flexing and like it was really weird and um it was very awkward but it was cold out by the way so it was very cold. And he's just ripping his clothes <laughs> off. And I was very worried he was going. And then he was talking about his balls at one point, And I was afraid he was going to expose himself. But they luckily did not do that. And I think soon after this moment happened, Bob and Sarah were like, hey, uh, we'll be right back. And then they yeah, left. That's a story in itself. Yeah. Well, you can tell your story after. Yeah, go ahead. So Bob and Sarah leave me and Kaylee here. Uh, which I su- I felt less protected because Bob's big as fuck and could protect me. And now little Dallas is is exposed to drunken Hulk Hogan, Randy Hogan. <laughs> I'm exposed. Dude, if I if we had stayed there or whatever, he had tried anything, I would have fucking taken care of him so quickly. It's not even funny. Well, this story keeps getting better. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I didn't even get to the good part. It was this much of an issue. Oh, yeah. You, hold on. So. I can't remember the order exactly after this, so it might be a little jumbled. So he then was drinking a beer. So he was had an open container in public, just drinking <laughs> a beer. And he's oh, he had a pack of them, but he, he was drinking this one. And the, there's got two people right in front of us in line, leaned up against this railing. Mm-hmm. And he's the he's on the phone, and he's screaming at the guy, "Name a wrestler." You don't even know any fucking wrestlers. Name a wrestler. And the guy's on the phone ignoring him because what the fuck are you doing? The guy then takes his beer bottle and, like, hits it wicked hard against the railing, splashes beer all over this guy who continues to ignore him. Oh, my God. And then it, it somehow then transitioned into there's a guy behind us who I don't he, I don't think he had any teeth and uh, he had, uh, like, bright green hair. And if you listen to Icopod and you're a fan – it's just that's what you look like. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> but um uh, and he but he starts doing the same shit to to this guy essentially, uh and he starts talking shit and then the guys the guys acting tough it's back to him and he's like I'm gonna take this beer bottle and I'm gonna fucking smash it on your head. And this guy's like, you're not, you ain't going to do shit. You know, the guy's like, yeah. And then I'm going to fucking kill you right here on this sidewalk. And your blood's going to get out. And I'm sitting there like, what What the fuck? And now this is in front of me and Kaylee. Now we've gone, we've moved a little bit away. We were trying to get away from it a little, but, and the guy, and the the guy's friend is like, dude, come on. And he's like, no, I ain't going to back down. Gar says he's going to kill me. Like, okay, go ahead. Try. He takes his glasses off and shit. 
<laughs> oh shit! There was like an actual like, confrontation, dude. And then the drunk guy gets Shawn Michaels just tripped and flew outside of the ring. I'm sorry, that was hilarious. What the They've fuck? done nothing. No, it's been so, all holds. Yeah. So they the, then the drunk guy gets up in his face, like face to face, dude. It says, "I'm gonna fucking kill you," and the, he kept saying <laughs> it. So I'm thinking this dude is going to smash the beer, and the way he was holding the beer bottle looked like he was about to swing it at him. And, and, like, hit him in the head with it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Am I literally about to witness a, a, a very violent fight before I go to a, a wrestling show? Probably. And, uh, it was really close. And then soon after this, moments later, two volunteer women from inside of the Legion come out and start yelling at everyone, like, guys, you can't have beer on the steps here. Like, you can't do this. Right. And everyone's like, dude, it's not us. Like, it's this guy. And then they're like, so she goes to the guy, is this yours? And they're like, yeah, I was at the park. And the the guy, or no, she asked him if he was like part of the show or like going into the show. And and he said, no, no my, my my son's a wrestler or my nephew. And it's like, what the fuck? No, he's not clear. Not. And but still, like, you can't have you can't have this this beer here in the open. And so then. They, then he, the guy's like, oh, the kids went through my stuff at the park. They like went through all my stuff. And then he goes, it was that guy over there. And he points to someone in the back of the line who literally just stepped into the line. Okay. So the lady's like, that guy right there. Okay. So the lady goes over and talks to him. Did you touch his stuff? And the guy's like, what? Like, has no clue what she's even talking about. He blames somebody else. That's awesome. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just got it. And then they basically are like, uh, dude, you got to go. Like so he does he he eventually picks up his shit all and he had like a bag full of he had there was like a snuggie there was like four things of gift wrap <laughs> and there was a case of six pack of beer and then some like other items in a paper bag God. um so he starts to walk away and down the street and moments later a cop car pulls up and two <laughs> cop cars pull up so someone in the line or in the legion or something called the police <laughs> at this point the guy's down the road i'm looking around and i text bob like hey just so you know he's like gone because i'm thinking bob and sarah are hiding from him yeah. at the gas right. station across the street i literally right. thought they were still at the gas station across the street they weren't but uh they're gone eventually they just start walking back they, the cop tells the guy you gotta go and the guy doesn't really go he kind of comes back there's a fried chicken stand outside for some reason so he bought some fried chicken he went across the street to the gas station, still shirtless, by the way. Because <laughs> he ripped it. Because he ripped it up. Uh, and then he goes, and we thought he was going to then go into the side of the bush and, like, piss or something. And then I thought he was going to drop his pants. But then he just leaned up against the gas station, ate his pizza, and by then I was in the building enjoying a wrestling show. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, so, like, early on to that situation, uh, Sarah and I had to, like, use the bathroom. And, Bob had uh, a, Bob had a poop emergency. No, I wanted to make sure I got out of my system, and Sarah had to pee. So we go to across the street. I go. I was, she's like, I gotta, I gotta pee, and I was like, perfect. There's a gas station right here. The bathroom, no problem. We're good. We go in out of order. Oh. And we're like, fuck. Okay. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's a Family Dollar or a Family Tree, or whatever, right, like two buildings down. Perfect. We, we go in there. We're walking the store, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I go to the cashier. I was like, do you guys not have a bathroom in here? And she's like, no, we don't. Sorry. I was like, what? What? 
God. And we go to another <laughs> gas station. Another one. Doesn't have a fucking bathroom. So I'm like, oh my fucking God. And Sarah's like, I'm going to fucking piss my pants. We just got a like, ref bump, by the way. I was like, listen, we'll go to... Well, let's go into this bar. And she's like, well, don't we have to pay? Like, buy something? Like, I'll, I'll buy a fucking drink. I don't care. If we got to fucking pee, I might have to poop. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we go into the bar, and there's no one at the door. So anybody could just walk in there, I guess, and do whatever. And then, luckily, they had bathrooms in order. And uh, I took my sweet time because I figured the doors weren't going to open for, like, 45 minutes. And that was true. And they didn't. Yeah, that was true. Jeez. Um, so, needless to say, it was an adventure in Binghamton that night. A lot, a lot less exciting stuff happened. Uh, the waiting in line the next day in, in uh, Syracuse, thank God. Well, yeah, so like when, uh, when we walked up to the Syracuse show, we walked by Thunder Rosa, who couldn't yeah. figure out how to get into the building. And I was like, I think that's Thunder Rosa, but I'm not quite sure. Yep. Whoa, Sean just won. Oh, my God. With a bullshit-ass fucking move. Wait a second. Wait a second. They're saying Bulldog won. Wait a second. Wait a second. British Bulldog is the WWF champion right now. There's two refs out here, though. Diana's got the title. Well, here's the thing. That match fucking sucked. Well, that was, yeah, that was one of the worst matches we've seen on the show in a long time, I think, to be honest with you guys. For a main event, yeah. Well, you could tell that they didn't want to do anything. Earl says that Sean, of course he does. But, but if not, see, Owen's raising Bulldog's hand. Yeah, Can we get a replay? What are they saying happened? Both shoulders were down? Both shoulders were down. Wasn't Earl the original referee? Uh, that must be what happened, yeah. Diana's taking the belt up the ramp, away from the ring. Diana's the champion. Up hold it upside, upside down, Diana. What are you doing? What a heel. She's so... What the... Oh, Gorilla Monsoon came out of nowhere. Snatches it out of her hand. She just follows him like it's very Listen good. Listen here, bitch. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't think so, Jess. Just calls everybody Jesse Ventura. <laughs> well look that's all, BS look at all this drama I love after, it after cool. no show for an hour this is the finish you get I'd be fucking pissed the match I'd be pissed yeah the match you get too Owen's raising Bulldog's arm here The Bulldog. The British Bulldog. Have we got an announcement of what's going on? No. No, I'm sure this will be a fucking long, convoluted fucking segment. We'll see you on Raw! Well, if you're following along, still we're at 49 minutes and 23 seconds. Back suplex. Sean's shoulders are off the mat. One, two. Yeah, are they though? No, there's definitely a double pin. No one put got their elbow, their shoulder. That out. was also a super shitty angle, but whatever. Yeah. Both oh, officials no. counted both uh, competitors to the mat, the three. 
Gorilla Monsoon says. So it's a no contest. A draw. However, the World Wrestling Federation Championship cannot change hands. Give me a break, dude. Pending a rematch for the title. Yeah, because the pay-per-view went off air, and they're like, fuck, we got to redo it anyway. For well, real. I think, I think for the next one on Tuesday, they're just going to re-air this match on the big screen. They're not going to actually wrestle again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. So they're going to air the two matches shown here and then have the three matches for the live crowd. Really? Yeah. That would suck ass. Sean, Sean. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. Oh, here we go. We're getting a different angle. angle. Bulldog's clearly pinning, uh, or getting pinned, I should say. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, Sean's are down too, though, technically. Uh, so Bulldog did like a little twitch of his left shoulder. Sean definitely did not. So what you're saying is Bulldog kicked out. Well, I wouldn't say his shoulder got up, but it looked like as if he like was making the mo like a movement to potentially do that. I'm not sure, Boy Toy. So Bulldog kicked out. Okay. Uh, well. So that wraps up uh, the first one. (laughs) Interesting. Well, if these first matches were any indication of what's to come. Uh, the rest of the show can pretty much suck it. Yeah, I'm honestly pretty pretty nervous, to be honest with you guys. I'm not looking forward to the second part, I'll tell you that. Because um, those are the two major like feature matches that they're promoting. Pretty much, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, so that's not fun. Um, it, it's really a bummer that, because there is cases, especially with Shawn Michaels, it's a bummer that this little in your house wasn't a hidden gem because it easily could have been. If Sean's leading the yeah. match and you got a motivated bulldog who's in the main event, um, should have been really for all those reasons, a decent little hidden gem of a match. Well, if he had known the camera wasn't on. Exactly. So given the circumstance and, you know, probably the lack of motivation on Sean's part, uh, we got pretty much, a Melden main event, which really sucks because if anything was going to save this show, quality wise, you know, match quality wise, it could have been Sean and Bulldog. And that is not what we saw. I wouldn't recommend, like, even if you're a, a, a British Bulldog fan or something and you really like him, and there's maybe not a lot that you'd go out to search for on the network. And you're thinking, oh, I want to watch a hidden gem. Don't watch Beware of Dog because it's pretty fucking boring. 
Yeah, especially that part of it. <laughs> but you'd see it on paper, right? And you think, oh, Bulldog Sean's the main event. Okay, 96. Yep, I'll watch this. Eh, you'd be sadly mistaken. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's the way I feel about it. Definitely pretty disappointed. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Marrow or Hunter Hurst-Helmsley at this point. To me, it seems like uh, pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. They have no direction for either guy, and that's a bummer. Yeah. Um. And really, okay, you come out of In Your House, Beware of Dog, it's a draw for the championship. Are we really going to drag this to another In Your House? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but at the same time. So then what do you do? Exactly. You that's, know? That's the part, of, and I think the way they ended it, I could see them actually dragging this out longer. I know. When I For Sean and Bulldog, you're saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think we're the, the next pay-per-view, aside from the uh, Beware of Dog redo, is King of the Ring. And I think that it would be obvious that they're going to do this at King of the Ring. Yeah, yeah I think so. To me, that's a bummer because really it should have been just a one-off for a pay-per-view anyway. Yeah. I don't like regular matches at King of the Ring to begin with. Like, it should be all the King of the Ring tournament and nothing else. Mm, um, I, you need something to break it up. Yeah, you do. You need something to break it up and something else to get people to want to watch it. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, I don't think this is a feud that deserves to extend through to another pay-per-view. Well, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah, so, I mean, would I drag it on? Absolutely not. But I think that they kind of have to. Well, yeah, because they've left no scraps on the table for anything else. It's like, okay, I guess we're doing Bulldog Sean again. I don't know. The, dude, the booking is just not there. And really, as much as it should be, everything's still kind of on the rise. So the star power is even a little lackluster because they're they're building people, but like they ain't there yet, and they're not really that close either. Yeah, that's true. So that's I think another little thing that's holding the shows down. <coughs> Excuse me. There's no real big established stars other than maybe four or five guys. Right. So I don't know. Well, I, not I mean, a fan I... so far. Beware a dog. Put it that way. Yeah, I definitely agree with your your logic there. Um, all right, well, I guess we could all say that the show sucked, uh, and I would rather live to forget it. But uh, tomorrow night or next week, in terms of listening, but if you were to be watching it, it would be the next night, is the May 27th Raw. And guess what that means, my friends? What, dude? It's the beginning of the King of the Ring qualifying matches. Oh. And you'll remember that on Raw, two of those qualifying matches will be Ultimate Warrior against Goldust and <laughs> Vader against Ahmed Johnson. Oh, boy. So oh those two boy. matches alone, I'm going to say, are probably going to make Raw better than Beware of Dog. Um, speaking of Beware of Dog here, so obviously we'll be covering the other half say in two weeks time correct right because tonight we got cut off we got cheated out of our money and only ended up with two matches so next time we watch beware of dog we're obviously getting it for free because we ordered and got gypped 
Um, mm-hmm. But with that in mind, with what's left on the card, who do we see as being either in the quote-unquote main event spot or what match do you think ends up being the standout of what's left? I'll well, be honest. Would... Go ahead, Dallas. I, I think it's going to be the casket match. So do I. That, I I would think that's the main event, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still pushing for the Steve Austin Savio Vega match to be decent. Like I'm still hoping that that's maybe the dark horse of the paper. That could be good. Um, but yes, I agree. I do think the Undertaker match will main event. I think they'll end up getting maybe a little bit more time than originally anticipated. Um, and I don't know. I am hoping that it's a chance for Goldust to to shine again. Because he kind of needs it. He's been taken down a peg by Ultimate Warrior. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Some of his stink has rubbed off on Goldust, and I don't like that. So, I don't know. I am maybe a little bit more hopeful with the part two, because now there's going to be something to, hey, let's get the people's money's worth out of this. Let's make it good. Um, and the Sean and Bulldog match is out of the way. The disappointment of Mark Merrow and Hunter Hearst Helmsley not being very good is out of the way. So now it's like you should have at least two-thirds of a decent card to show, hopefully. Yeah, well, the second half is literally three matches. Well, that's what I'm saying. So hopefully two out of the three is good. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you get two-thirds of a good show. Yeah. No promises, of course. This yeah, is IcoPod, and we don't make promises here because uh, with the WWF, you fucking can't promise shit. Yeah, don't hold us to that. But uh, hopefully this is just like ripping off the Band-Aid, and with Beware of Dog 2 starts the healing journey. Yeah, but first we got to get through Raw to even figure out how that's going to be. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm kind of excited to get to King of the Ring and check out these uh, qualifying matches. Probably, I want to say, maybe for the first time on this podcast, I'm actually looking forward to the qualifying matches. I don't know, man. The first King of the Ring had some decent qualifying matches, ones that we didn't expect to be good that were good. Yeah, and I mean, King of the Ring pay-per-view is good as well that year. Yeah. But it hasn't been good since, really. For the most part, yeah. I mean, 95 just alone is just forever kind of tarnishing my viewpoint on that problem. I didn't like 94 as much as you did, either. Right. But so. I think I, I think I like that because of Art Donovan. <laughs> How much is this wig? This guy wig, Gorilla. Well, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. That's uh, that's on the horizon. I can't believe we're at King of the Ring 96 already. Shit is flying by. And hopefully you guys are just flying along with us and just enjoying your time. And you're not like my girlfriend who only listens for a half hour and then turns the shit off. Hey, at least your girlfriend listens. Well, I don't know if that's for better or worse. And I, and I want to just say this as well. Uh, we obviously deeply appreciate all of our loyal listeners from the very beginning uh your guys's interactions with us uh comments whatever sharing uh, every episode uh it doesn't go unnoticed and it certainly keeps us motivated uh jordan has really um 
I would say if it was a contest of favoritism, uh, Jordan's my new favorite. So Mike Campbell, go fuck yourself. Oh. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Listen, he, okay. Listen, Mike knows I'm joking. But what I'm about to say, I'm not joking. Okay. Oh. Well, I am joking, but for entertainment purposes, I'm not joking. He's a he's a Chicago Bears fan. Mm. Okay, which is a rival of the Minnesota Vikings, right? And this this motherfucker, this motherfucker, week one, okay, piece of shit, Mike Campbell, the Vikings lose because of like a fumble or some shit. And within like 10 minutes, he messages me. He goes, uh, damn, man, sorry about your, did you see it? Like, motherfucker, of course I saw it. I fucking took off Sundays from work to watch the games. Of course I just got my heart ripped out. And I put it like all in caps, like to really drive home the fact that I was joking because I really don't care that they lost. Like I'm well past caring. Right. I'm used to heartache. Uh, I remember when Michael Vincent was a favorite of ours, but he doesn't really talk to us anymore. So Mike Vincent, go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, you're dead to me. You haven't left a fucking review on iTunes, and don't even sit there and tell me you don't have iTunes because listen, I've hacked your fucking phone. And I know you listen through iTunes, so you're a piece of shit. Uh, and then uh, Mick Price, all right, he's been liking my statuses on fucking Facebook because I accepted his friend request, but he doesn't really share us around anywhere. So guess what, Mick Price, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bob's turning heel. And then uh, hey, Johnny B. Smith, the guy that we thought was maybe a murderer and like burying people in his garden in the back. Oh, my God. We haven't heard anything about you listening to us in your car when you're driving to work and maybe you want to just drive into the medium. So you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Jordan will fucking share us around. He'll DM me on Twitter. And he he likes FMW. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he just uh, followed us on uh, Facebook. He liked the page on Facebook. And has FMW as his uh, profile picture. Oh, going to Adam right the there fuck now. Buddy. And he's also been like, guys, if you ever did an OnlyFans, I would totally sign up to see Bob naked. And you know what? That's the type of fan that I like. Not that I would ever do that. He also suggested that I would do unfavorable things and we couldn't tell Sarah. I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Well, well this is taking a turn. <laughs> All right. On that note, listen. I'm trying to fill time that way that this episode is at the same length because it's relatively shorter. But uh, uh, yes, what Bob is trying to say. Let me elaborate. We appreciate all the listeners, especially the ones he mentioned. We love y'all. I'm obviously joking. Okay, I know sometimes people can think that I'm being serious. Trust me. If I say it on a fucking podcast, I'm probably just joking. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, did Dallas not know who Nikita Koloff was? No, that's not true. That's Shut correct. The fuck up. When, I'm telling you right now. When off air, when <laughs> off air, when Austin was like, yeah, like Taka Michinoku, and then Dallas was like scrolling through his phone with Taka Michinoku. That's not true. <laughs> that all happened. Uh, Bitch. God damn it. So, well, I'll tell you what. If it's before 2007, if it's before 2007, that's not true. That's bullshit. First off, Jordan I started watching before that, you motherfucker. With me. 
when he showed that fucking picture that he made to Dallas. The dude, he's a made man. You've just been welcomed into the family. Welcome to the show. You're in. You make a fucking meme. You know what? How about Giorno's pizza? You're sure. in. How about this? How about this, guys? Hey, Screech, go fuck yourself. Hey, Jordan, if you want to come on to the Icopod podcast as a for a bonus episode before Screech, just to give him the ultimate stab to the gut, just let us know. Hopefully you have a microphone. That'd be good. But I'd have uh, him on. Definitely go fuck yourself, Screech. That's like a for sure. Yeah. Hey, Joe Sweet, go fuck yourself. Ooh. You screwed over Dallas on a $175 ticket. Guess who had to pay it? Me. What? Bob, Bob did. This. Yeah, Bob did do that. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Because I'm not about to have my buddy get screwed over $175 because some guy was like, hey, uh, I'll go to the show. And then when it's time to pay up, it's like, you know what? I'm going to go with the other group and then not go with the other group. Wait, didn't you guys have the seats filled? It was a fucking mess, and it's it way too long to talk, tell right now. It's oh. been. I'm so glad it's over. All right. Uh, well, yes. Thanks for sharing and listening. For those who do, thank you for reviewing. If you haven't, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, and do that, please. Not the go fuck yourself part, but but leave a review. That'd be great. Well, if you are gonna go fuck yourself, light a couple of candles or something. Really make it special. Yeah, and make sure you're wearing an Icopod shirt while you're doing it. By the way, Redbubble, check us out. Yeah, Jordan, uh, where, buy a fucking Icopod shirt. What is, what's going on here? What, and they're what? fucking nice, dude. I bought one, and listen, it's a nice fucking shirt. And it's not a yeah. black wrestling shirt like every single other wrestling shirt. It's a white one with blue print. You'll stand out of a crowd. Everybody will think you're cool. And you know what? You are cool because you bought an Icopod shirt. So there you go. It's a win-win. Does Dallas have one? Nope. He doesn't care. Nope, I don't. And he designed the shit. <laughs> yeah, that is, I should probably get one, huh? Yeah, so. you should. Uh, all right. Well, I can tell that Dallas is about to fall asleep or maybe vomit. I'm not really sure. So I guess we can wrap it up. So we'll be moving on to next week, the May 27th at 96 Raw. But until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I'm Pop Downing Jr. And this has been Icopod. You got to hear it. Drives.
Hard-eyed girls Hands off the merchandise 